Hello, my name is Alexander Morari, and I'm the founder of ITK Media. You've tuned in to our podcast about Central and Eastern European startups that are in pre-series A stage. And our guest today is Gediminas Vichauskas, the co-founder of NoCV startup from Lithuania. Uh, NoCV is a recruitment platform and app that simplifies job search, selection, and employment process for employers and uh, potential candidates, applicants as well, of course. Labas Ritas, Gediminas. Uh, good afternoon, Labas Vakaras. Oh, Labas Vakaras, yes. Basically, I understand uh, Lithuanian is a very, very simple language. Any word you end with an S, including name and your home. <laughs> yeah, almost right, almost uh, up to the point, yeah. Gediminas, so you say no CV. No CV is the name of the company, which is right to the point, and you, you decided not to use any uh, hyperboles or, 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 or like love marks and so on, like Apple for computers. Just go at, right at it, no CV. Why no CV and what's the company is uh, growing and uh, sorry, developing, of course. And uh, this is how we jump into the first round uh, uh, right away. Round one solution. Yeah, okay. No CV is very simple, simple to understand. There is no CV. And our solution is based on simplification. So it's pretty, pretty much uh, uh, clear why, why our brand is so simple. Of course, uh, you will need to follow up or to expand on that. Okay. Now, would you call yourself more of a job boarding <clears throat> job board or more of a recruitment company helping, helping employers? Because I know for a fact that, and probably everybody will agree, that as far as uh, global original job boards and online platforms where you publish for money your job ads and then try to get applications that are relevant and uh, useful, you probably more often are disappointed rather than happy with this service. I'm, I'm using these services myself as well, and I wa- I'm wondering whether or not these services, job board services, are more of a PR rather than a tool to r- resolve a specific business problem. Well, usually job boards, uh, they are based on CV principle. This is, uh, this is the problem, actually. And uh, it's interesting that uh, a CEO of the biggest uh, job board worldwide, uh, it's called Indeed.com, uh, the CEO said that uh, if the world wants uh, to solve uh, the lack of labor, the world has to get rid of resumes. So. I mean, the job boards, they are based on, on CVs and on resumes. So if you want to get it to move quickly and fast and easy and very important, not boring, because CV is boring for both parties, for candidate to write and for recruiter to read. So if you want to solve this, you need to get rid of resumes. So this is our idea. Okay. For some positions, it's easier to just create an, an algorithm where you match requirements to specific skills. For example, in IT, and there are a couple of solutions where there's no CV and you just fill a form, and then the results of your form get matched uh, get matched to the requirements from an employer. And yeah, that's easy, but some, some positions are probably requiring a little bit more should I say imagination? Maybe like not not that mathematically easily easily resolved mathematically and uh, as a result of an algorithm. Um, for one thing, marketing roles. How would you how would you resolve a, um, a rec- recruitment process without CV for a marketing role then? 
Yeah, Alex, you are very right. We're targeting mid and low positions uh, down mm -hmm. to blue mm -hmm. color positions where this problem is very acute. Uh, I mean, those, those simple people, they just do not want, do not know how to write a CD. But, but still, this, this is in two parts in our system. So in the second part, uh, we uh, let companies build up the assessment questionnaire. So companies are asking those questions which are usually asked during the interview and basically you can ask anything very much detailed uh, down to marketing positions you can ask uh, do, do you have google analytics certificate how many years you've been working in digital marketing uh, do you have this and that have you been working in this kind of projects and that so basically you ask what you want to know and this is very trivial for the recruiter to ask but the thing is that our system lets it to do in the very beginning, not at the final stage to ask those questions, but at the very beginning, you are asking what you want to know. So this is how we get the information out of the candidate, not CV based, but still it's automatic. Yep, yep, yeah, okay. So, and I understand it's all based on self-evaluation of the candidates and applicants, right? So there's a scale yeah. of one to, one to five, one to 10, whatever. And so, so for example, you are Python coder and then how experienced are you? I mean, how, how, how advanced are you in uh, Python based like coding and so on? And then you self-evaluate or I understand you also follow up with a um, test, with a technical test, or is it just scaling uh, well, your, your yeah, own our system functionality is uh, a bit wider uh, yeah you're right we're testing on the on the matching principle on the level of the skills but also uh, there is an opportunity to to do to to provide a homework a homework exercise for uh, candidates for example if you do some java programming uh, search uh, you can uh, you can insert some sample code and ask candidates to finish it meaning that you can you can test the knowledge level the the true knowledge level of those candidates okay yeah okay okay or a different opportunity is to uh, direct the candidates forward them to some assessment tests because there are a number of assessment tests and companies using this and that and the company can put URL link in our system and the candidates uh, uh, get to that test, finishing it and getting back to the system. So it's, you know, it, we kind of aggregator of uh, different practices at the same time, uh, algorithm matching system. Mm -hmm. And especially for uh, uh, lower level positions and roles, including blue collar, understand that this, is, this, this helps uh, avoid uh, communication problems. Some people can write CV, some people cannot, and some people are helped with advanced, I don't know, advisors or platforms online. Uh, very often people would do uh, CVs based, like as a picture, you know, that is completely horror uh, for, nightmare for recruiters, definitely. Okay, and so I understand the approach here is you're trying to save recruiters or hiring managers time by adding, uh, giving them a pre-selection tool so that they, so that they, uh, do not focus on deciphering a CV, but basically there's a naturally uh, uh, naturally resulting. Uh, this process is naturally resulting in an in a ranking of candidates, right? Where you have averages, and so for example, the, this this 
one to five scale. Four point nine would attract more and quicker uh, attention of the hiring manager than somebody who is obviously off the off the target, having two point five or something, right? Okay. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. So basically, we have a lot of success stories when a company hires uh, two or three people from the top 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 of the list, meaning that the recruiter is reviewing from the top because the best candidates are on the top. And yeah. if, for example, you have 50 candidates, but you need yeah. to review two, two or three of them, so you, you do not need to review 47 rest, the others, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you have a lot of time, actually. Yeah. Gediminas, and I see the problem or the hurdle here is how to motivate applicants to fill all those uh, forms. Do you have any issues with that? Because that's usually what we have. I have in like in one of the companies, uh, sometimes we introduce these four uh, questionnaires or Google Forms. And we have had experiences even for uh, like like head of legal, yeah? Head of legal, imagine. We would do a couple of uh, uh, self-evaluating kind of uh, questions. And so we would operate internally with 4.9, literally. And we would say, we would educate our clients as well, saying that um, we will send you only a couple of 4.9s and one 4.8 but the problem uh, is but, but yeah. yeah but the problem is how to motivate candidates to uh, actually fill those forms yeah so so the, the flow actually in our system is that first uh, at the first the candidate sees the matching offers so this is the first step that that you see on the app the matching offers and ah, based you, on their profiles on your platform right yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if as soon as I join your platform, like LinkedIn or something, I provide some key details about my experience and ah yes, okay, okay. Of course, of course. So you see the matching offers, so you can read about the offer, you can read about the company. We encourage a lot uh, the companies to write not only the business activity, but why they are attractive to the candidate. So employer branding is very much encouraged. And of course, salary, social benefits, soft benefits, etc. And the candidate can apply to one, two, three, four, ten, ten uh, job offers. And then, only then, uh, the questionnaire. And the questionnaire is limited to 20 questions. So it's kind of, you know, very fast, very easy way. And it's much simpler than to write a CV, you know. But it's much interesting. It's not so boring. Okay, interesting. So we split, we split, you know, we, we kind of split the process to a smaller steps uh, for it to, to be not, not so uh, uh, long. And each of those steps, it takes just a couple of minutes. So it, it, in terms, um, the, the candidate achieves something after each stop, step and go forward. So it's, it's just basically three steps to, to be accomplished. Very simple. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so hiring managers then um, are free are free to, uh, to, 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 to be creative, but within the limits that you set on them. Like you said, what, 20 questions maximum. That's interesting. Never yeah. heard of that. Okay, 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 okay. Now, then there's another hurdle, I think. So candidates, okay, more or less, I understand how you motivate them because there's already a pre-selection and you, uh, they do not start each recruitment from, from the very beginning browsing the platform for like job ads and so on. Because of the system, as soon as there's a new set of job ads, I understand, system matches and already pings them for new relevant opportunities. Okay, clear. Now, how, is then, how then do you motivate your hiring managers to provide, to provide the system of the platform with all these um, uh, forms? And like, this is very often intellectually pretty demanding effort, time-wise or otherwise, right? 
Uh, do you yeah, help them? Yeah. What I mean? What do I mean? Do you help them? Do you do you have your own experts and you selling you're selling these uh, packages uh, to employers by actually saying that we have experts who can help you build those uh, uh, forms, questionnaires, and then having in mind that you have this snowballing effect, and the more you create those forms, the the more uh, fluent you are, and the the, the more the like uh, uh, templates you have, you know, and so on and so on. Is this part of the game as well, or you just give it? as a tool and they create uh, forms for their own specific context. Yeah, it, it's kind of very new approach. So we, we have dedicated uh, support managers. We assign a dedicated support manager to each of, of the company. This is first thing to, to educate, you know, because it's, it's, it's a new thing. And uh, then basically this is how you say, we help to build one, two uh, job ads and then it's very simple to duplicate the information and and uh, it, it it can go um, on their own they can go on their own it's very simple system very user friendly and so i can i can guess only that uh, employers have it easy when from from one form to another form for different positions there is some overlap uh, for example uh, culture related or, or character related um oh, okay okay interesting and the good thing, actually, we, we, we do some metrics on that. Uh, we have uh, above uh, 800 clients so far. And uh, basically, uh, none of these clients has asked for training. But this is mm. not because we assigned a support specialist. But this is, this is why uh, this is because our system is so ha having good, good uh, UX and UI solution. We, we worked on that. Uh, more than one year before releasing it and uh, to be honest i i would say it's uh, probably the best the best uh, the best designed system uh, re regarding you know managing the candidates pipeline yeah yeah as every father praising their uh, their kids you're very objective in your uh, self-evaluation and i i sure believe you and, and trust your 100 percent objective there um so you said again, 800 clients right now. Um, what are your uh, financial results by now? I mean, business-wise, business -wise, uh, with the MRR, if it's not early yet, and uh, at least a range, if you could. Yeah, um, it's, uh, of course, it's, it's jumping up and down. But basically, I would say it's about 10 to euro per month. Say it again, 10,000 euros per month? Yeah, yeah, 10, 10 okay. euros okay. per month. And of course, we, we, you know, we are looking at the churn rates and retention and how to keep those customers. And because, you know, it's, it's not that easy, not that easy, big competition on the market. And uh, yeah, but uh, a lot of attention from the market, a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. OK, currently you are present in what uh, jurisdictions? So Lithuania, probably Baltic countries as well, right? Uh, we have paying customers in Lithuania, Latvia and Denmark. And Denmark, okay, interesting. Okay, now um, Lithuania, Latvia, and you said more or less uh, similar markets, or at least you know what you can expect in Latvia. Um, comparing these two markets, let's call them your home countries, uh, home markets. Comparing these to Denmark, what are the most striking differences in employee and employer uh, interaction with the platform? Or is it uh, the same? Comparing Baltics to Denmark. Basically, I would say the recruitment processes are exactly the same in Denmark and Baltics. 
Okay. Okay. And the this I understand this. Of course, the, the offers are different uh, in terms of the offering, uh, you know, the salary range or soft benefits, but. Uh, in principle, the recruitment uh, process is uh, very much the same. Why I'm asking is probably this is positive sign for you in terms of expansion further uh, in, in Europe or beyond. I mean, all, in all those countries and, and beyond, right? Would you, say, uh, would you say you're ready for scaling up now? Actually, uh, I have an interesting story about Vietnam. Uh, we Vietnam. Tested our, yeah, we tested our platform in, in Vietnam, and uh, the situation was that one of our customers, uh, whom we provided candidates in Lithuania, they they were opening office in Vietnam in Ho Chi Minh City, and they approached us and asked, uh, could we could we help uh, them in in the search, and uh, we we uh, took the risks and we started it and. Uh, in two weeks, uh, with no market presence at all in Vietnam, in Ho Chi Minh City, we generated about uh, 20, 25 candidates just for a couple hundred euros budget uh, advertising on social networks, our app and attracting the candidates. So it, we were surprised that, you know, Asia, Vietnam, but still uh, we are happy that no city concept is understandable even in Vietnam. People, people, people got idea that this is no resume, no, no CV based tool. Yeah. So regarding Europe, I don't see any, any problem at all in terms of scaling. Uh, so as far as the interface, funding probably, <laughs> funding probably yeah. is the biggest. Yeah. 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 Interface in Vietnam was English. I understand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Because just to make sure, language mm -hmm. position. So, sales manager knowing English language, so yeah. there was no issue on that. So, do I understand correctly? If your interface uh, is is entirely uh, English, and that's enough to explain, no, 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 then... no, sorry, sorry, Alex. We we are multilingual. We support a number of languages, and I think this is uh, this is the uh, unique uh, selling proposition on the market because. I, I don't know any other uh, HR tech uh, platform which is multilingual as we are. Uh, for the Vietnam, it, it just was English, you know, it was fast and we didn't translate it. But, uh, but we, we, we going multilingual and localized. Uh, this is our, this is our, I think this is our strong, uh, strong, uh, strong point in our uh, uh, strategy, go to market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And your translation. Uh, translation of your interfaces in different languages is based on some strategy or it's opportunistic, you would say. And what languages, in what languages do you have now the uh, app? Uh, we have Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, Finnish, Swedish, Denmark, German, Polish, uh, Swedish, and that's it. Yeah. So basically it's uh, Central Europe, Baltics, and some uh, Western countries. And English, of course. Yeah, Russian. Yeah. Russian, yeah. And Russian, okay. Now, so take me, take me through your expansion or go to market kind of uh, period uh, with Denmark. How how did you expand to Denmark again, based on some ex uh, experience and business relations with somebody in the Baltics, or it's completely greenfield? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, well, it's it's uh, it's uh, from our network. Basically, our fund, venture capital fund, Seventy Ventures, is run by Danishmen, and uh, this is uh, this is how it started. And then we were lucky to be selected as uh, a uh, finalist to a uh, HR Tech Challenge in Copenhagen City. Uh, it was for job uh, job center in Copenhagen city. There was five companies selected, and we were lucky to be one of them. And this mm -hmm. is how it uh, how it started, you know. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like it 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 seems that your um, your the barriers for you to enter a new market are pretty low. It seems. I understand all the back end is on is uh, managed by you in the head headquarters, uh, I guess. And so to adapt your platform for a new language is pretty easy. And you mentioned already uh, a couple of major, I mean, several languages uh, that are enough basically to focus on expansion. What makes it's so difficult for you, and it's a bit of a provocative question, but anyways, so it seems to me from the outside that your expansion should be pretty easy and it's regular uh, marketing sales, B2B sales services uh, kind of approach. And this game is not that difficult if you give uh, discounts, if you give even, you know, uh, 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 like free, free pilots with the big accounts that can give you more uh, content, I mean, more job ads and interaction on job ads. Like wh why your expansion is not as uh, you know uh, uh, de developed, let's say, as I could probably imagine. Uh, 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 good question. Actually, we we are just one year old, and uh, we didn't do any expansion up till last year October. So basically, like four months ago, uh, we started to think how how we do that, and this was because you know we, we entered, uh, we started with MVP in Lithuanian market. And of course, we, we got a lot of feedback from the market that we need to fix this and that. And, and there was no point. There was really no rational point. Okay. To go okay. So we, we improved. We fixed some things. We improved. Uh, we canceled some things. And you know, at some point, you, you feel that you can go out. Uh, out your country, uh, out your market, uh, but then you know comes different challenges because, for example, uh, Sweden uh, or Denmark, they are different currency. So okay. we just we build our system on euros, so we need to change then to uh, different currencies. And you know, as you go step by step, you build up your product step by step. It's not like explosion. Uh, so, but still, it just in one year, you know, uh, paying customers from free countries, I think it's it's just just fine. And of course, Nordics is our our target: Sweden, uh, Finland, and Norway. And then after Nordics, we want to approach big markets like Germany and Austria. We 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 will go to Germany and Austria. Uh, this is our plan because you know every startup has a plan to go to big markets. If there is no big market in the plan, something is wrong. Yeah. So, but uh, we are waiting for this, preparing, uh, and uh, I think in in April, May, we we start to go to Germany. Especially if this is a startup based in the Baltic countries. Uh, everybody expects you to develop to the MVP and something for a local market and then expand to global scale. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you feel this pressure on you from your investors or your team and so on? Let's go global. Let's let's hit the uh, unicorn status as soon as possible. 
Our neighbors are already unicorns. What are we doing here? Do you feel this pressure? <laughs> the Baltic, no, you know, the no, European Silicon no Valley. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. But maybe they believe that we will become unicorns. So why, why they should press us, you know? <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. Mm. Understanding of the fact that will come cannot be a pressure. I understand, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Now, uh, finalizing on this round one, which is usually the biggest and like more and more and more, like we would dive into product and solution uh, and business. What do you think is the uh, biggest one or two challenges for you as a CEO, co-founder, I mean, as a co-founder, right? Um, to take the company to the next level. What's the biggest challenge? Money or uh, more product related? No, I, I think it's investment. Okay. I think because you know, if you are a startup, you 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 are raising not in rounds, but basically you are raising uh, every day. <laughs> so you are thinking, you are thinking how you will do the next round, and the next round comes, and you are starting to think how the next round yeah. will be. So it's I think it takes a lot of time, and my personal time, I mean uh, uh, my working time and personal time, you know, getting in touch uh, with investors and pitching and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Funding will cover later on by end of this uh, podcast. Let's move on to round two. Round two, we discuss uh, and cover the competitive landscape. Just as you said, it's, a, it's not a blue ocean. Lots of companies uh, work on this, and uh, it seems to me that the entry barrier is not that uh, high. Um, companies like Placed App, NotaCV, Midfrank, Tim Taylor, and, and, and similar, even in your region where you are based, right? Uh, like, like Swedish Tim Taylor with 16 million euro funding or similar, they are like pretty advanced and already established in those um, like specific markets, including Placed App for London. Um, like, let's not take one of them. Like, Compare yourself to them as a group, okay? Where do you think might lie your competitive edge? Uh, yeah, first of, first of all, as I mentioned, localization. Because those uh, whom you mentioned, they are English language, not, not, uh, going, to, not going to local languages. Uh, and the, the second thing, uh, uh, Tim Taylor, is uh, they are not doing attraction. They are ATS, so they are accepting CVs. They are still CV based, you know, not mm, no CV, okay. CV based thing. And uh, Bitrank is is going up to the high positions, competing with LinkedIn, which is kind of you know uh, very tough competition, I guess, for them, you know, and competing with agencies uh, in IT. Uh, verticals. Uh, we are going mid and low position, so we are kind of okay. we have found our niche in this, you know, all all, all the pie. So I'm I'm very much optimistic that with this set of you know small things, we 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 can go forward. Yeah, but also I understand this is what's called usually master recruitment, right? And um, there's many repetitive uh, hiring processes. Um, and by the way, I didn't ask you about the. Uh, sectors, mo most promising or most active sectors right now. So you mentioned IT, but what else? Construction, I understand. What else? Hospi uh, hospitality? Customer support, uh, oh, okay. uh, support centers, uh, and Shared uh, services centers, logistics, right? DPO. Mm -hmm. Logistics, retail, because, for example, in the retail, they have almost 50% turnover a year, meaning yeah, cashier. Okay 
and all those simple positions, they're changing 50% a year. So it's a lot of movement and they need fast solution. They need really fast solution, simple and fast. Yeah. And if you go up, up, up to top positions, then the different story, you have a different testing assessment and uh, not so, not at all big, uh, big to know of those positions. So we're not going there. Uh, we are going oh, okay. middle. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. So in a way, it's a kind of a let's say attack or, or or competing solution to the companies that are mass recruitment based uh, have mass recruitment based business models, like you know let's call them manpower and similar, right? Uh, those big businesses that are working. At yeah, the but low... they are still CV based. So on the candidate side, it, they are still using this old school methodology to write yeah. a CV, or 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 you know, it's it's not what we're looking for. We have okay, no okay. CV. Yeah. No CV. Why? Because you want candidates to provide only the information relevant for the employer for this specific role and nothing more, right? And and to make for the candidate simple to apply, simple. Not writing a CV, not sending the PDF somewhere, not knowing. Okay. Okay. And, and you know, it's changing okay. the process, not not improving, but changing. Mm -hmm. it's a new like a new paradigm right rather than spending time money effort on creating the best picture even of yourself you just go ahead and provide the merit merit it's like merit based not aesthetics based kind of application uh, yeah. you know, there are a lot of solutions uh automatic reading of the cvs and picking picking up the keywords so this is the improvement yeah. but we're not going this way we're changing it I mean, to, to different, different paradigm, as you said. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, cool, interesting. And uh, good evening, let's move on to round three. This is a little bit off the topic, but anyways, usually interesting uh, uh, takeaways. So quick Q&A, and uh, you're a busy co-founder, definitely. What are your productivity hacks you could share? And again, not the tools, but the way you do things, yeah? Uh, uh, well, I, I like to do things fast. Uh, this is one thing and uh, the other thing uh, i i do sports i mean you need to reset yourself because in this you know startup life your your uh, head is exploding so uh, i do running and uh, it helps uh, so this is this is an, a mixture you need to, to find the balance otherwise you will be burned in in maybe four or six months after kickoff if you do all all that twenty four seven type you know tasks, you will you will have burnout. So so you need to balance. And in my case, it's it's a running, of okay. course, family, uh, Netflix, <laughs> uh, and uh, kind of you know uh, friends. Okay, what would you recommend from Netflix uh, that you recently watched, by the way? Uh, I like documentaries in particular because I, I like uh, real things and uh, I, I, I'm watching now the documentary about uh, the Boeing, uh, Boeing Max uh, incidents and you know how, how big corp corporations struggled with the systematic failures and uh, this, is, uh, this is downfall, uh, it's called downfall series. Downfall, ah you mean? You mean Boeing 737 MAX uh, crashes, yeah. right? All those cases. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. Okay. 
yeah, yeah so thanks. it's very you know you, you it's very interesting and and you're getting deep in those you know uh, uh analytical things and details and how they investigated all that so it's it's ah, really go going into detail okay let's move on Determinants around four company. So just as I said, this is an, a very young baby, business baby, founded November 2020. Uh, founder and CEO yourself, Gideminas Vichauskas. Then also you have a co-founder, uh, Mark Pikas, Arthur uh, Barzejian, right? Help me, Barzejian. Um, and then how many people you are right now? 18, 20, I guess. Uh, 15, 15. 15, okay. And these are, what's the division between uh, purely technical and client-facing uh, roles? How many people are mm -hmm. client-facing? Uh, I would say we are marketing and sales type of company because uh, I, I used to have my own business. I understand that everything is starting from sales. <laughs> Sooner or later, if you have no sales, uh, it's, it's bad. In startup, maybe not not that fast, but uh, our 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 logic is to be very good at sales and marketing, and we outsource all uh, IT, uh, of course, financial services and, and and so on. So basically, focusing uh, uh, product product ownership, of course, it's inside, but uh, all all the uh, other stuff is outsourced. So uh. ah, interesting. So you are tech talent light should i say right uh, whenever you have a feature or something that is approved internally you go to your tech uh, service providers and uh, iterate it okay and by the way wh what advice would you give other startups while choosing a uh, software house or, or tech partner uh, that is not part of the company no, it's not easy I, right i, I mm -hmm. think it's reliability first of all uh flexibility uh, because you you have to you know you pivoting with your product you you're receiving the feedback and you need to be very fast in changing it adapting to market so yeah you need flexibility speed and reliability you know so it's it's probably should be a big big software house and uh, a reliable one yeah. Okay, so in your case, would you, did you go into the market and do a beauty contest, or you just based your decision on some recommendation? No, I, I was just having a good practice, good experience with that company before, and uh, I just uh, you know uh, all the all the old network, old uh, friendships, you know. Yeah, yeah, and before the uh, at the very beginning of your relationship, was it recommendation based, or you just made a uh, uh contest of proposals uh, it was yeah it was uh, i think it was back in 2010 when we started to work on a very different project with, with that company and, and it yeah, was okay. a contest. the first uh, selection was a contest but we maintained the the relationship till till now so it was quite, kind of easy to choose but still we made a contest for no ce uh, development and i would say that uh, the winning factor was the personal trust in the managers. Yeah. yeah, 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 of course, of course, interesting. I mean, you had some dose of comfort, definitely, uh, starting a new company, having already uh, a kind of pre-selected and time-tested partner on the uh, tech side. And that's a privilege, of course. I mean, that's a benefit, definitely. Otherwise, yeah, it's a pretty big, big Even uh, though, you know, our solution looks simple for the user, but it's uh, quite complicated because we are two-sided platform. We have the app and we have the platform and we have the backend, you know, all, all that three parts. Mm -hmm. the, 
they are connected. And if you develop a new version, you basically have to develop three new versions. It's uh, app version, it's front-end version, version, and back-end version. So, so it's pretty, pretty tough, uh, pretty tough development. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, come on, many, uh, uh, many startups or ideas or projects and apps uh, look simple at the front end and basically require lots of effort and time and implementation and reiteration and all of this on the back end. Take, you know, classical example of Google uh, search, I mean, uh, page. Yeah, good evening. Thanks a lot. Let's move on to uh, last round for this podcast. And this is round five, Formula F3, as we call this funding for the future. And before we go uh, to the future or cover the future, by now you mentioned the total committed funding for the company development and growth is around 700k uh, euros. And this is a mixture of pre-seed, seed uh, kind of rounds. You don't pay like too much attention to the names of the rounds, I understand. Um, anyways, your investors, uh, investor teams by now is what? Let and Business Angel Network, 70 uh, Venture. Mm. Yeah, it, Business Angel Network. This yeah. is uh, very important that uh, the majority of our angels are coming from Lithuanian Business Angel Network. And it's because uh, they have very good management. The, the network has very good ad active managing director, Justinas Pashis. And uh, uh, he helped me a lot to build all three uh, rounds. Uh, but uh, Latvians joined at the last round, and we have two Estonian angels as well. So it's pretty much Baltic, uh, Baltic angel-based plus uh, seventy ventures. Baltic angels on a cap table is already a sign of, uh, you know, high quality and big promise. Again, giving compliments to uh, tech tech landscape in, in the Baltics, but we cannot avoid this. This is true, right? Um, yeah, okay. What about the next round? When, how much, and how would you spend it? Yeah, uh, we plan to start building it in, in the mid of this year, but start building means that uh, we start, you know, the pitching and so on. So basically, I, I estimate that uh, it, it can happen at the end of uh, this year or beginning of the next year. And uh, we are thinking uh, to, to raise it for, for the really like uh, entry, entry and, and being present in big markets like Germany. Uh, so this this is the idea. This is very pre preliminary at the moment, but still, it's it's the plan. Last last question. Yeah. Please. Do you have your own exit scenario now? Which one? Uh, we hear this question very often, but you know it it's uh, too early to to we can improvise, of course, but it's it's too early. For that so we are just one year old and thinking you know about uh, about uh, exit uh, it, it's too early but you know uh, actually some some ideas some thoughts of course i i can share is that of course as a, as a SaaS as a SaaS platform we we probably think about a strategic investor uh, from big uh, SaaS category uh, from i don't know sap or oracle or Microsoft, whatever, because they have uh, ERP modules already, and the HR is ARP, uh, ERP uh, solution, or mm -hmm. it could be some strategic strategic investment from uh, 
big portals worldwide, the biggest portals worldwide, like job boards and, and so on. And uh, if we are really dreaming of, about flying to the Mars, uh, uh, LinkedIn, why not LinkedIn as a strategic investor? So because they are in up positions and we are in low positions. So it's, uh, it's logical. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, expanding the pie for them, actually. And uh, also giving your candidates on, on your platform maybe a chance to somehow, some, sometime yeah, we, in the future to grow. That, yeah, we, we can dream that there is a space for LinkedIn for a blue color. It's not so social-based platform, but still it's simple platform. And still it can be some social things in our roadmap. We are thinking, you know, to to socialize those simple position people, you know, to get getting them uh, socialized in between. But but it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. OK, so LinkedIn or Microsoft, because when we say LinkedIn, we have in mind Microsoft, of course. Um, get him in a, thanks a lot. I think we've covered lots of interesting stuff. We'll be following your successes on uh, ITK Media, ITK.media, of course, and uh, do share with us your successes. Uh, thanks a lot. No CV, guys. Uh, simple on the surface, but of course, requiring lots of uh, work back end. And uh, we wish you all the best. Good luck. Get him in. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you.